0: Welcome to the Like David Project podcast. Today we have an awesome show for you. Uh, I want to jump right into it. I'm not going to talk too long today, but I wanted to just—I have a couple announcements I want to get out of the way. Uh, first off, is really exciting. We are lucky enough to partner with Stitcher. Stitcher is... A, let me explain Stitcher to y'all. Stitcher is an application for your smartphone. It's free. Go to your app store, download it today. It's awesome. It allows you to stream your favorite podcast, Like the Like David Project, to your phone. And that way, you can plug your phone into your car, listen to... Like David Project streaming, you don't have to download it to your iTunes, just cut out the middleman, stream it right from the internet, Uh, so that's called Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, Stitcher, do a search for it and you should be able to find it, it's really popular right now in the podcasting world, so it's not one of those hidden things out there it should come right up so go to stitcher and once you do get stitcher just like a little uh... how to once you get it once you do download stitcher create an account uh... once you create it it's always logged in it's not a pain in the butt um, so create your account do a search for the like david project it'll come right up i just test drove it a second ago and there'll be a star next to the like david project hit that star and it'll always be on the front page when you click on it and it'll also notify you notify you when you have a new show so when you see a new uh uh ping on there or whatever just tap on stitcher on your application stitcher it'll be right there and it'll automatically stream the show so uh it's about as easy as it gets folks uh welcome to the future uh we're streaming podcasts (laughs) uh but it is awesome you can find other shows uh podcasting has become really really big just especially this year um from, from what I've seen, it's really blown up. So there's a lot of cool shows out there. Podcasting is a totally new way to have radio. And it really cuts out the middleman, the, the, the clear channel and the big corporations that censor your radio. We no longer have that. So I I think it's a good thing to, to give everybody a voice. We're doing this for free. This is great. Um, to do this show. um, Anyways, um, that's pretty much all I had for you. Uh, stay tuned to Like David Project. There's a lot of room for uh, us to expand. So we actually had a little meeting today uh, offline talking about Like David Project. and just some cool things that we can do. Uh, so there's just a lot of cool things. Be watching on the Facebook site. Uh, just lastly, and I mentioned it last time, if you're listening and you're not a fan on Facebook, you really need to to like Facebook, I'd appreciate it if you could just because you miss out on a lot because I try to keep a lot of content in there and that way you can see when, what's coming up and then knowing what show top, topics are going to be about. Um, it's just a good way to keep in contact. So uh, if you can, um, like the Facebook page. And if you don't know where it is, just go to Cornerstone's uh, Facebook page, Cornerstone Forcebird Phoenix our facebook page and it's connected through there so um and that would be a really easy way to keep in touch anyways uh today we talked about something that you probably wouldn't think we would talk about um today we talked about marijuana just because it's in the uh spotlight of arizona because the new laws passed and we just wanted to discuss and sit back and and see how, uh, as Christians, we're going to react to that. And I think you're going to be a little bit surprised. Uh, if you have any, just as a disclaimer, if you have any questions or uh, any concerns, anything at all, feel free to contact us through the website, uh, Facebook, email, however you got to do it. Um, and we'll be more than happy to uh, discuss anything further with you. Um, so I hope you have a good listen and enjoy the Like David Project. Thank care. Guess guess a surprise, but I did want to talk to you guys about marijuana, uh, and I asked you both separately, you know, what did you think about it, and you both said, it's something that we could talk about, you know, I didn't want to surprise either one of you and, t- you know, be like, let's talk about illegal drugs, but my questions with marijuana or medical marijuana are pretty direct pretty easy i think too um one first off it is illegal here right now but do you think that it should be legal and explain well but let's also say that part of the
1: prompting for this question is that arizona just recently made medicinal the medicinal use of marijuana legal right here um and there's and now we see distribution centers popping up all over the place, and so that has prompted this question, and uh, and it's, so it's worth thinking: how do we how do we approach that as from a Christian point of view, from a Christian worldview? What was your question again?
0: Do you think marijuana should be legal beyond medically? Do you think it should be legal? Period.
1: Right, statewide open use, whatever you want. Like, say, cigarettes are legal, right? Perfect now. example. Yeah. Do you think marijuana should be? Hmm.
2: Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll weigh in on yes, and here's why. Uh, Genesis one twenty nine is the where G where God is creating the heavens and the earth, and it says that He created all the plants and all the fruits uh, for for us, and I do believe that it is a created thing and uh, apparently marijuana <laughs> seeds and plants survived the flood when God, when God came and poured his judgment out on the earth and uh, you know, anything that lived after that uh, uh, so, so yes I think it is because I think it's something I know that people deal with there's a lot of things that have been given by God that mankind has abused. Uh, for example, the Bible talks about wine, wine and oil as, a, as as a sign of blessing from from God. And I know that there's a lot of alcoholics that don't have you know wish they had never tasted wine for the first time yet. The Bible says that it was it was created for our pleasure, for our comfort, and I think that the herbs are are one of those things. And I think that marijuana is an herb, and I I think that uh, I think it was something that's created by God, and I think it's something that is natural. And you know, we uh, the byproduct of it, hemp. We make shoes and belts and all clothes and all kinds of things. So. I also think that part of the reason that it's illegal is because all the drug companies, the conspiracy there of, you know, controlling the wealth and the money and, and all that kind of stuff. Having said that, some people might be thinking, wow, uh, that guy who's talking right now (laughs) (laughs) might have a
0: secret (laughs) yeah
2: yeah and and i would be really quick to say that even though i think it should be legal because i see it right up there as you know the same kind of thing as coffee caffeine chocolate food uh all the ways that people use to anesthetize the pain of life some are legal and some are not some are accepted in Christendom and some are not I would say after after saying all that the bottom line is that it is illegal which you said in your first sentence it is illegal and and so you have to weigh out uh, Romans 13 where it talks about all authority has been instituted by God and if we rebel against that then we're actually rebelling against God and since it is illegal uh it, it, I, I don't believe you should be
1: smoking it Right. Uh, let me just think I, I thought you stated your point very well there but I had this thought as you were saying it was it's a created thing and therefore it should be use, accessible but you could make the same argument that there are plants out there that produce highly toxic chemicals that if you were to ingest it, it could severely damage you, even cause death you and know hair, something like hemlock yeah yeah uh, opium products you know uh, but even just plant poisons you know there are some plants that are toxic so yeah. how does that work in that that thinking uh, because there are created things i yeah. i think it's an important point because yeah. Yeah. were the plants created yeah. in the beginning in the garden were they yeah. poisonous yeah. or was that a part of the corruption caused yeah. by sin but even if we don't get into that argument yeah, that's a whole other thing. I, you know what I love though is this is a
2: very good question coming from a marine biologist with a degree <laughs> and obviously not from a smoker <laughs> user <laughs> that's a yeah uh, I think it's a good question but I, I don't I don't think that it is toxic and killing you know, there's things out there that uh, you could drink salt water from the ocean and it wouldn't be as good as wine, both God made. And I think that uh, as I might enjoy the question, I, I don't think it's really,
1: I don't really see it as the same thing. Well, but, uh, and yes, if you, common sense would say you avoid certain. Yeah. Things that are deadly to your body. Yeah. Um, and you could argue, as many do, that marijuana is not. In fact, it's less... They say it's less harmful to your body than cigarettes. Yeah. If I had my way, I would probably make cigarettes illegal because of the
0: damage that it yeah. does yeah. to people and the, the waste of money that it is. You know, what they... On cigarettes, they just passed a law in the Netherlands or Sweden. I can't remember. Um, but... And I thought this was a good idea, that America should adapt. That in order to weed out cigarettes, because I think that's a huge dilemma, is how do you... You can't... There's so many people addicted to cigarettes that if the government just came in and said, okay, you can't need more, it would cause a, you know, an uproar. Um, what they've done is made cigarettes a prescription drug. So, any anyway that smokes has to get a prescription from their doctor. What that does is eliminate... New smokers, because that means when you turn eighteen, and their smoking age is eighteen, worth this country, whether it's Sweden or the Netherlands. um, When they turn eighteen, I mean, you are going to have to go to a doctor and say, "I want to smoke," you know, and all cigarettes become an over the counter drug. So, someone who is already a smoker when the law takes place, all they're going to have to do is go to a doctor once a month and get a license to be able to smoke. And even though it's an extra step in the process, the smoker will do it. And they 'll be able to smoke and allows them to smoke, but it eliminates the you know a doctor could say no you 're not going to smoke to an eighteen year old or give the doctor the power to make a eighteen year old have to go through training of what some, some sort to start smoking. I just thought it was a great idea to an awesome idea to eliminate smoking or illegalize smoking it 's an approach, but i don't i don't know
1: that any Rule is ever effective in that way. Uh, you know, people figure out ways to circumvent laws that they, they don't want to adhere to. And, and I'm sure that cigarettes are, are accessible even to people that, that in a country like that that tries to limit. Um, that's just human nature, unfortunately.
2: As are drugs. Yeah. But the question was should it be legal? Here's another argument for it being legal. If it were legal, and if it were taxed by the government, like cigarettes, then it would eliminate a lot of the drug trafficking and the crime that surrounds the buying and selling and transporting, etc., of marijuana. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because there is a lot of argument out there that it's no more harmful than alcohol, Therefore, should be legal like alcohol if we look at it from that standpoint uh it would create a lot of revenue number one uh which which would be very helpful for states and governments but also it would eliminate the crime quotient that's often associated with
0: uh,
1: illegal with the, drugs yeah yeah um do you fear that the the gateway drug nature of it? Do You think that's a legitimate argument against that? I don't think it is. I I grew up, yes,
2: child of the '60s here and the '70s. Uh, the uh, the concept of the gateway drug came from a movie called Reefer Madness, which uh, was really popular back in that day. The guy put together this this. Uh, this movie to try to bring out the idea that marijuana was the gateway drug to heroin I mean we didn't even have crack cocaine and all that kind of stuff back then it was basically you know marijuana and heroin were, were the big ones and then then people started doing acid and that kind of thing but I don't think it is necessarily a gateway drug and the argument against that would be well everybody who moved from, moved on to heroin, smoked pot. That's like saying everyone who uh, does heroin uh, started with a glass of milk and cookies. Because there's a really high chance that anybody has moved uh, through that. Mm -hmm.
0: So I don't see it as a gateway drug, personally myself. Personally, I don't think it's no more gateway drug than anything else is. I mean... I, I mean I grew in my past I smoked a lot of pot when I was younger 10 years ago when I got out of high school and I was surprised I remember smoking pot for the first time and being disappointed because it wasn't you know, it wasn't what it was it was portrayed to be on TV or in movies it wasn't a, uh, a extreme thing and I think marijuana got a really bad rap from the government and through people that hadn't experienced it and came up with these ideas in their head of what it does to you when they had no, there was no fact behind it of what what marijuana does. It's not an extreme, you know. You're not going to see little cartoon birds in the air and things like you might see in a movie. So I was kind of surprised when I first when I first came across it and, but. I can't deny the fact. As much as I think it, and the, and, and the basis of why I think it personally should be legal is because alcohol is legal. And I think alcohol is so much of a worser drug than marijuana. It doesn't, and not that two wrongs make a right, it's just, it's hard to, to, as someone who has been around both of those things, uh, it's hard to see why it, the worser of two evils is, is illegal. Uh, especially with, the amount, I mean, DUIs and the amount of deaths from drunk driving and addiction. I mean, uh, it, it's horrible, obviously. Um, now, but long story short, I do think marijuana has bad effects. I mean, it, it, can, it could ruin your life. There are long-term effects of people that smoke marijuana. Just in my family and in my circles alone, I know... I have family members that have smoked for 10 or 15 years that have to take uh, depression medication and have panic attacks, and and they'll tell you sh- straight up that it's from smoking pot for 15 years. Uh, you, you, you smoke pot for 15 years, it's going to mess with your head. And so, I mean, there is no denying the fact that this is a drug that in excess can hurt you, you know, which in turn can hurt your family and those around you. So, on one side, I do believe that it's it's not as bad as alcohol, I mean, period, and, I mean, that's my personal opinion, but I don't think it's anywhere near alcohol, uh, but on the other, and, and it's not a harmful thing, or, or, sorry, it is a harmful thing, on the other side, on one side, it's, it's it, I don't think it should be illegal because... It's not as bad as those things around it, and it's just not a big deal. Like, it really isn't a big deal as someone who's experienced it in the past. I really don't see the hype. Two, it is... There is bad side effects that you will endure later in life if you have it in excess. I think excess is the key word.
1: Right. Um, And I think you're right, that no matter whether something is legal or illegal, I think there is a prohibition in the bible against losing self-control through indulgence in in something Mm -hmm. that that intoxicates you and although it specifically mentions do not be drunk with wine i'm sure that we can by extension say that that general principle is is probably applicable to any drug yeah yeah
2: yeah like too much chocolate and i'm just like out of control
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, And toxicity is a measure uh, is measured by the dosage too. Some substances are toxic in very tiny amounts, yeah. which makes them particularly dangerous and other yeah. things are toxic, even drinking too much water, just plain plain old fresh water by itself. if you drink too much in too short of a time, it can shut down your kidneys and kill you. It, is, it can be very toxic to your body yeah. so, so yes, you have to, you have to exercise discipline and self control regardless of the substance. Um, And if I could make a general statement, too, because I haven't said what, you know, whether I haven't given my answer yet (laughs) to the question. Um, Personally, I don't care whether it's legal or not legal, because I think that we are responsible to a higher ethical code than than the laws of the land that we that we live in and where the laws of the land are in a line with God's moral law, God's principles, God's kingdom. And we obey those laws, but I also believe that there is an ethical demand upon us to to disregard laws or stand against actively stand against laws that are not um, in line with god's ideal god's principles, as Martin Luther King jr. taught so eloquently in regarding um, slavery or or uh, racism, I should say in the south, where man's laws counteract God's kingdom laws we are responsible to, to God's principles not to man's taking from that perspective though marijuana is very low on the priority list in my, in my mind yeah. and so therefore I don't I don't have strong opinions i I guess if I were pressed I would say keep it illegal because it is illegal but then in that argument why not make cigarettes illegal mm-hmm. to and um, but in a general sense, I, I think that there are more pressing issues that we have to concern ourselves with and more more important issues uh, yeah. that we stand for. And just because it's lawful doesn't mean it's expedient. doesn't mean that even though it's it's not against
2: the law to do this, it may not be good for me to do anyway. Right. You know? right. So it's like the bottom line is, uh, do I smoke it now because it's illegal? No, I don't smoke it because it's illegal. Well, yeah. if it became legal, would you smoke it? No, I wouldn't anyway. Right. You exactly. know, and the and that's reason... That's what I'm trying to say. And, and the reason is experience. I... Yeah. I don't need to be any tighter. I don't need to have another reason to eat... Eat yeah. Doritos. <laughs> you know, it's like... I... You know, you know, to me... To me, it's like... Uh, I, I like being able to... You know, I don't need a buzz on... You know, I... I... You know, and, and, and this is from experience. I do know what it feels like to to be that way and I just I'm at the place in my life where I don't want to feel that so would I no
0: I wouldn't even if it was legal I think there's a, it feels wrong too which I think is, is a part of the Holy Spirit I mean at least with me personally telling me that it's wrong yeah, I, I would feel guilt if I smoked pot right now I would and also I mean per, me I'm an addict that I equate marijuana and that that smell and that feeling with a certain lifestyle and a certain culture that I don't want to be a part of. Um, So hands down, legal or illegal, I'm away from it. Um, One, because the Holy Spirit tells me I I shouldn't, and two, because I'm an addict and I I might like it too much. And um, so uh, what I wanted, I was going to add on something you said earlier about the toxicity of marijuana. Uh, I heard that that was a big issue of why they couldn't make it legal. I I can't remember where I heard it from but it makes sense that with alcohol you can have somebody blow and they blow a certain amount of of blood alcohol content Um, right and they can say this level of alcohol is is wrong for anybody that's operating a machine right with marijuana somebody's high how do you tell that they're high or how high are they when they're driving you know should it be illegal if they smoked four hours earlier or you know
1: yeah, they can pass a field sobriety test. Yeah, you know. Well, and and really, that's the purpose of laws. It's not. It's it's to create a, a measure of protection yeah. for yourself safety. and for your safety of how your conduct affects other people. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so, as Christians, we should take very seriously how our conduct affects other people, because yeah. there's a biblical mandate that that's yeah. how God measures yeah. our heart before Him, yeah. and so. And yeah. So, so the
2: same, in the same way we don't want to get behind a wheel if we've been you know, if we roll up a fat one and smoked it mm-hmm. but what about in the privacy of your own home you know, it's the end of a long day just relaxing you know yeah. it, it, is it wrong then for me yes yeah for me it would be also but there are some people and I wouldn't hold a place of judgment for exactly, them if either. they do
0: yeah, it, it, yeah just, just
2: like just like uh, in, in the same way, I don't drink alcohol for the same reason. But I don't have a problem at all with people who dial down. At the end of the day, I don't, I don't, I don't, ju- I don't have any judgment for that.
1: Yeah, and you brought up earlier, Paul's. Admonition, and I'm just trying to remember it when you said it all things are lawful, but not all things are profitable. Is that how he said it, at least in one translation? Yeah, expedient. Expedient, yeah, Yeah. all things are lawful to us in that regard. We do have freedom, we have freedom to choose, we have freedom to be able to handle things, but it's not always good for us. And if you have to be self aware of what you can and cannot handle, which is what I hear you guys saying, and I mean, I would add to that 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 we should. We should limit ourselves in what we allow ourselves to indulge in because it's not profitable for us.
2: And it seems like the context of that statement was in the whole thing of uh, the Gentiles and the Jews eating or not eating meat. Yeah, and him saying, "Well, okay, yeah, I eat meat on a regular basis, but if it offends you, I won't eat meat in your, you know, in your presence." And he's giving that instruction. We. we should be able to in order to be all things all people and to relate uh, with people if there's something that we know that is offensive to someone we should uh, desist from that for that time
1: and um, I don't know does this fall under that category well I think the argument is is moot as long as it is illegal because we would all agree that that, that is the overriding factor right now the debate is meaningless in, in many ways because it is illegal and we do feel that responsibility to obey the law so, so we get, get into a conjecture yeah you know all, all very all too quickly if we yeah. try to argue well watered. so we can we could revisit this
2: if it ever really did become legal yeah yeah.
1: maybe the more direct question would yeah. be given that you can get it for medicinal purposes here should a Christian use medicinal marijuana yeah. uh, for you know for for themselves yeah
2: yeah,
1: yeah and, and I'll tell you from personal experience, I thought about
2: it. Because, because as you stated earlier, Matt, that in our state, it has it's becoming one of the states that can. And they were looking into setting up dispensaries and that kind of thing. Which, the last I heard that there was maybe some kind of a lawful injunction against it, so I don't know where it's at right, right. now. Yeah, I believe they're trying to, to quash it, to but stop it. Yeah, to stop. But because of that, you know, I heard different people about... You know, entrepreneurs and stuff getting ready to, you know, put in applications and things to become a dispensary, and and uh, there are actually doctors already that I'm aware of that are writing the prescriptions, so that you can actually get your card, so that you you can now in the state of Arizona have a card that has been prescribed by a doctor, so that if you had you know using amounts of THC or medical marijuana, it would be legal. That's my understanding. That's You
0: can grow a certain amount. T- yeah,
2: and for growing and stuff. And because of the pain that I'm constantly in, because of my leg and uh, MRSA infection, I-, I actually thought about it for a while and discussed it. And it would probably be easy
1: for you to obtain the card. You, I could probably get go get one right now. Probably. <clears throat> yeah.
2: But then I thought, well, when I was on painkillers, uh, that was a temporary uh, fix for me. And it didn't really take the pain away. What it did is it, it disconnected my brain from feeling the pain. And then also the side effects of... Of of those drugs, those pain medicating drugs, I discovered right away. I do not want to take these. <laughs> I, I wanted to get off of those Amen. as fast as I possibly could.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think, and I decided my, the bottom line of my uh, uh, lo- analyzing it was it would be the same way with marijuana for me because I too like what you said. I have an addictive personality as well, so it's just better for me to stay away from pain medications. And it would be for, for that. And yeah. it would be
0: for alcohol as well. For pain, me, yeah. it's just better not to. Pain yeah. meds are the devil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you can same. if you can justify pain medication, which is opium-based, yeah. which is heroin, yeah. they use the same... It's heroin. If, the, if you can justify that, if you can take a Vicodin, you should be able to take a, a marijuana... Take a, marijuana. Yeah, so like, no take a marijuana take, take a, a marijuana
1: take a marijuana cigarette. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah and, I, and my bottom line is that I don't I I, I try not to even take pain medication as yeah. yeah. you were saying I mean I, I even if I have a headache I try not to yeah. uh, take something knowing that it will pass knowing that it's just temporary knowing that diet and exercise take care of so many problems in our body that we don't have to medicate ourselves necessarily we just have to be more self aware and self-controlled, yeah. um, I, I I would favor that approach. I think that's a, a cleaner, healthier approach to yeah. to anything, yeah. and not needing a substance, whether it be a prescription medication or alcohol or marijuana. You know, I think it's better for a Christian to live without that dependency upon a substance to do something that they sh- they could possibly do for themselves with a little
0: discipline and self-control. So, talking about this, it really, I mean, I don't think there was anything said that was extremely, an extremist thing to say. But it makes me glad because I think if we were to do a podcast like this, even though the podcast didn't exist, or do a a study like this and had the outcomes that we we have right now, 30 years ago, and be the church, it would be heavily criticized. Um, I think the church has really moved into something, or just... It's good to hear the church, us, talk about these issues the way they should be talked about and not with any judgmental or any... It's realistic. It's not. It's a realistic view. Uh, well, it is to us. That
1: doesn't mean that everybody looks at it that way. There will be some Christians out there. There are Christians out there who take a hard-line stance on that. They believe very strongly in it. And uh, I think it's a legitimate... It's a legitimate opinion, a legitimate take. And yeah. I just hope that, that everyone is willing to uh, discuss a subject without allowing emotions to take yeah. over.
2: <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up. And for that reason, like what you said, it's something we can't talk about now. And I realize that there might be people that are very, very upset now that they've heard me talk about it with the way I think about it. And it's okay. You know, it's one of those things where. Everybody has an opinion.
1: Everybody's entitled to their opinion. And and if they stuck with the recording long enough, they're yeah, feeling better right now. Yeah, yeah.
2: And, and again, the bottom line for our podcast is, what's the heart of David? We want to have a heart for God. And there's going to be all kinds of issues that it may be right for you, but not right for me, because the Holy Spirit has spoke to me about it. Right. And knowing that we all our, our walk with the Lord is all in a different place at a different time and understanding that all the people around us are in a different place at a different time than we are we start understanding that that's the beauty of the, of the Holy Spirit and God is he, he will make things clear I could be totally ignorant on some subjects and I'm not accountable because I don't know anything about it but at that point in time where the Holy Spirit gives me insight and wisdom to it, and then
0: I am
1: accountable to that. Yeah. yeah. And ultimately, we fall back on, on that great saying in, in essentials, unity, in non essentials, liberty, and in all things, charity. And this is not an essential of the faith. It doesn't determine our salvation, yeah. it doesn't determine our righteousness. You know, there's, <laughs> it's something that there is the freedom to have liberty on, and we should be able to talk about it yeah. uh, with love and charity yeah. in mind. Yeah.
2: So if you're sitting there listening to this while you're smoking that joint, God loves you and I love you too, man. And
0: I think that that is the difference that we can talk about it with love and charity. Where I think it was something that was, it just maybe it was the culture I grew up in, but it was just it was something that wasn't even up for discussion, put it that way. And now it is. I mean. There is opinions like you said, and there is people, good Christians that that have strong opinions that may differ with any one of ours, and they're you know, and that's still okay. It's just that now we can talk about it, um, which we should be able to talk about. So, um,
1: yeah, but don't forget too that much of the the Pentecostal movement was born out of the holiness. Going yeah. even further back, the Puritanical. Branch of Christianity that imposed restrictions on people's actions and behaviors. And I think that those restrictions ultimately became a form of legalism because they were imposed regardless of the revelation of the Holy Spirit. And I think it's been a slow movement out of that to recognize the balance that we're supposed to have. Mm-hmm. that That there are restrictions that are good for us, but they tend to be more personal than they are General, because of the individual battles that we that we face and the individual truth um, that is revealed to us. But it's also that's a dangerous position too, because it does. You could easily argue then that your liberty in God gives you the freedom to do to do something that somebody else would disagree with, and I understand the risk, the danger in taking that stand and taking that position. You are giving people the freedom. To choose badly but essentially that is what God does with us that's the love that God shows for us that he gives us the freedom to make mistakes
3: That my son who comes back